This episode of EU for Serials contains some graphic content and sensitive subject matter that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode two. I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. Technically episode three. Oh, it's episode two. That was a... (laughs) (laughs) Minisode! Yeah, on that note, we released a minisode. It's not like anything really crime related, apart from mm. a few crimes against fashion. I was going to say, it depends on who you ask. Crimes against pubes and swimming pools, but yeah, no, it's juicy. Crime against your anus. <laughs> I, <was gonna> say, <laughs> I think Jackie did like a crime against humanity with her. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Definitely lied. A crime against Waterbomb Park, that's for sure. Oh. Um, That's why they closed yeah. down. So, <laughs> <laughs> <I> was wondering. <laughs> Had nothing to do with the pandemic. No. Did they actually <laughs> close down? No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> For the sake of this story, yes. <laughs> so we're just out here lying today, then. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we always do. <laughs> uh, we try to release um, mini sews every so often, but they're not necessarily going to have a time schedule as such. Um, and they will be probably more focused on the comedy side of things, but we're definitely up for listener submissions. So if you've got a funny story that you want to be featured on the show, make sure you send us an email or PM us on our socials. Send um, them in, send them in. Yeah, we want to hear them. We want to read them out and we, we want to like laugh tea. at you. We like tea. Yeah. Really, we're just nosy and we want an excuse to be nosy, if we're going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, how was your week so far, guys? Nadine? Um, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, am I really talking about my week? <laughs> Does anyone care? <laughs> I care. We care. Cute. Yeah. Um, look, it's been a week. I'm tired. It's <laughs> been <laughs> seven days. Has it? Oh, what? Oh, we, well, <laughs> when this episode's released, it will have been seven days. It's not quite seven days yet. That's true. You've got a lot of editing to do already. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Geordie? Um, yeah, pretty much same for same. Although I will say, after months of talking through the internet, I finally met Nadine in person. Wow. Yeah, that. That's exciting. That happened. Yes. I can confirm that you are a giant. Yeah, yeah, she, she was there. <laughs> and I am very, very small. <laughs> I was just going to say, Jordan, tell us, were you catfished by Nadine's Fortnite character at all? <laughs> yeah, I realised she couldn't fly. <laughs> what? <laughs> was, uh, you look so different. <laughs> from my um, from my man character with the cornrows? Is yeah. that... <laughs> <laughs> Next time I see you in person, I want you to have cornrows. Okay, I'll work on it. I'll yeah. do better. I will say, I did, like, as soon as you left, I said to Kara, she's really feeding, like, my heart complex right now, and it's not good for anybody. Feeding your what? Like, my heart complex, like, being tall, because all you're like, oh. wow, you're just so tall. 
And I'm just there like, fuck you, yeah, I'm tall. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny seeing you two standing next to each other. <laughs> Nadine's head comes up to Jordan's dick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and so the spiraling begins. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, Jordan, you're very tall and Nadine is very short. Very not. So I think the interaction was literally as usual, cutting whoever was talking off and just saying, wow, you're really tall, and then taking st- two steps back so I didn't feel so short. <laughs> <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help it. At least we know when we're with you, no one's going to fuck with us because they look at you and go, no, wow, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just Hagrid walking through Hogwarts. So I really don't know what your nonna's on about when she says that you have to be careful in the streets. Yeah, I I don't know how good her eyes are anymore. (laughs) How about you, Jack? How was your week? Yeah, my week's been all right. Work keeping me busy. Podcast keeping me up late. Driving around like a zombie. It's been all right. Been good. Mm. And you? Nothing to complain about. It's been a week, like already, but that's okay. It is what it is. (laughs) It is what it is. (laughs) We should also um, just address the (laughs) mispronunciations in last week's episode. Um, We understand the name of the forest that Ivan Milat took his victims uh, was actually called Belanglo State Forest, not Bungalow. Yeah, that's on me. I want to mispronounce a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm terrible with pronunciation, so... Fine. It's probably not going to be the last thing I mispronounce. That's okay. Uh, as long as we got the psycho pistachio right, that's all I care about. <laughs> yeah, psycho pistachio. That was fine. Yeah, that was on point. That was that was good. Mm. Perfect. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Anyway, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so the topic for this week is weird. 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 I'm a creep. What am I doing here? <laughs> I don't belong here. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> all right. So this week we've all got some different segments based around weird stuff. So it's actually a surprise. It's going to be a surprise to each of us what the other one's doing. So Nads, take it away. Feeling nervous. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I've just got a collection of some Reddit posts that just made me think, what the actual fuck? Ooh, I'm excited. I love Reddit fucking gossip. This shit's gold. I don't know how to use Reddit, but I'm loving (laughs) what I'm hearing from Reddit. (laughs) Yeah, I never never knew how to either, but I just spiraled one night and here I am, so... Well, that's how Reddit works. You you go on to look for one thing, and then the next thing you know, it's three days later, and you're still in the same clothes, in the same <laughs> position. <laughs> okay, so the first juicy, weird post that I came across was posted by Jess Nicole, one, two, three, four, nine days ago on the subreddit Bad Roommates. And um, so I'm just going to read it. Let's go. Let's go. So she's a 21-year-old female and has been renting a room in a house that has two other roommates and the landlord. Um, The landlord lives... And the landlord? 
Yeah, so I'm assuming it would be like they own the house and they're like subletting yeah, every right, amount. Okay. That's my understanding. Um, so basically the landlord, I said I was going to read it word for word and now I'm just <laughs> literally telling you the story. Deviating. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Let's deviate. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, okay, so yeah, she's 21. She's been renting a room in a house that has two other roommates and the landlord who lives in the basement. That sounds like it could actually be a horror movie. <laughs> the landlord in the basement. <laughs> so she says here that her room has a lock on it, um, but she doesn't lock it very often because she recently got a kitten and would hate if there was some sort of emergency and no one could get into her room because she was at work or she was out of the house. So in the post, she says that last night she decided to stay at her boyfriend's house. So she filled up her kitty's food um, and water and made arrangements with one of the other housemates to feed her cat later that night. Um, then at 11 that night, um, she received a text from her landlord um, and it was, I'm assuming it, the, the message is a little bit confusing, but from what I understand, it looks like there was a photo that the landlord sent of her and her boyfriend sitting on this girl's bed, um, playing with her kitten. And fuck? she says that she barely has even met the boyfriend. So naturally, uh, she texted them back saying, what are you doing in my room? And why is this man I barely know in my room while I'm not home? And Get nobody requested. Bitch. Yeah, no one requested my permission uh, to enter my room. Um, in her lease, it states 24 hours written notice is required for a landlord to enter the tenant's property unless it's an emergency. She originally stated it would be okay because she wanted to play with the cat. But when I restated how uncomfortable I felt with them being in my room, she changed her tune and said that I was an animal abuser and I had left the kitty home alone all day and he was starving, in brackets, not true. Um, oh, my which God. Cats always act like they're starving and haven't been fed for 10 years. So, mm. And she basically said that the fact that the cat had been in the room all day qualified as an emergency. Um, she said the ball was empty. What the fuck? Yeah, she said that the ball was empty and he was meowing. And that was all the proof that she needed. Um, and basically... What, so kittens can't eat their food throughout the day? Yeah. I mean, I feed my cat twice a day and she's always got biscuits. One of my cats, if we put food in front of him all the time, he wouldn't fucking stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd just be so mad that someone went into my room without telling me. Yeah. And it's weird having someone you don't know in your room, right? Yeah. Even if my friends are over, I don't like them alone with my stuff. Not because, like, they're, they're all cool and everything, but I just feel weird. I don't know why. Such an invasion of privacy. Yeah, yeah. It's personal space. Yeah. Oh, it's the one space that you have to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's a sacred sort of, sort of area. Or it used to be. <laughs> now I have a child in my life. Nothing is fucking sacred. <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. Nothing in my life is sacred anymore. It's not fair. He was using my laptop earlier. That's like my thing. He asked. He asked you and you said yes. Every time he asks me, I say no, that's what your iPad is for. <laughs> <laughs> and how does that make you feel? 
<laughs> oh no. If Please you look behind you, we bring Kine into the room to discuss. <laughs> we'll mediate. You need a mediator. <laughs> oh, and get this. So oh, here we go. Just while we're talking about the kid, right? Do you know what he did today? Do you know what he took oh. for lunch? What? Jack went to the cupboard earlier because she fancied a snack and she knew there was one box of shapes in the cupboard. Couldn't find them. Kyan, for lunch, he took an entire box of fucking shapes. Oh, no. Did he lick all the flavouring off? <laughs> and then just put them back in? No, the kid didn't even have the audacity to eat them all. He left them fucking open in his lunchbox. I was like, Kyan, what did you eat for lunch? <laughs> Where's your sandwich? What else did you have? Oh, I had a piece of fruit. Welcome to our new podcast about parenting in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've completely gone off topic. Yeah, please. we sure have. But that's fine because it's kind of along the same lines. Um, because in this same post, she's written, this cat is spoiled and I feed him plenty of food, likely more than I should, but he is a growing kitten. And I'm finding it incredibly disrespectful that they essentially snuck into my room while I was gone. Um, and when I confronted them, started calling me an animal abuser. It's pretty weird. Um, I think I would flip my shit. That's that's on par with having your laundry urinated on. Yeah. yeah. I was going to going to put it out there it's pretty darn close pretty close um so this is another one that i found on the bad roommates subreddit um <laughs> my roommate wiped his ass with my hand towel oh no <laughs> <laughs> no oh, um no. look i don't understand i don't i don't get this why I have so many questions, but um, I essentially, so and I haven't even heard the post yet. Yeah, this one's a lot know. shorter. But sorry, can I just interrupt? This story is already reminding me of a story, a different yeah, story. I, I think I read on Reddit, and I oh. just want to ask you guys just really quickly: Have you guys ever heard of people using a poop knife? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's up with that, man? Whose shits are that big? You need to cut it in half to flush it. Jeez. Yeah, why don't you just go down a slide instead and it'll... Straight <laughs> <laughs> out. Fuck off. You'll never live it down. Please tune in to our mini-sode. <laughs> on that note, I, I was looking out the window today and um, <laughs> my, my dog was just kind of running around the backyard and it was raining. And dog did what dog did. He let out a log, and all I saw was like the water carrying it away, and it just reminded me of Jackie. <laughs> oh no! It's oh. a whole new meaning to the log ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, please continue. So, uh, I don't remember if I said who it was posted by, but it was um, Eye of the Donkey. Um, on the Bad Roommates subreddit. I have the donkey. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Rising up to the challenge of our rivals. Gonna um, poop on the towel. <laughs> so I haven't been home in a few weeks and I had to stop in the other day 
I go to take out the trash and I see a hand towel covered with shit on the ground by the trash. I call my roommate out and he was like, I was hammered and I didn't have toilet paper. What was I supposed to do? Um, get in the shower. <laughs> and waffle stomp. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so many references. I think we talk about shit too much. I think mm. this is a problem. It's a but, um, shit talk, I, but... I really love that accent. That was gold. <laughs> Which one? The... <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, lol, like it's out of his hands. So nonchalant about disrespecting other people's property and no shame about replacing or cleaning up after oneself. I don't know why this person talks like this. No offense. I have the donkey. Um, it's like two, it's like $2. You want me to replace it or something? Well, yeah, I would. <laughs> the main problem I had was that he didn't even throw it away properly, expecting other people to pick up his human shit or at least replace something you destroy. Like who raised you? <laughs> I think yeah, the thing that worries me about this is that this poster has said that they weren't home for a few weeks they've popped in to do whatever it is that they needed to do and found a shit-stained hand towel on the floor. How long has that been sitting there? Yeah. That's great. I think I have more questions. I think I want them answered. I think Mm -hmm. I, the donkey, needs to enlighten us a bit more about what happened there. (laughs) Well, okay. Maybe we'll just share it to this thread and see if they have a listen. But yeah, that was another one of those why people are weird. People, man. Yeah. Okay. One final one for the night. And this again. So if you haven't already picked up already, I've been spiraling pretty hardcore on the bad roommate subreddit. (laughs) Is this in preparation for you getting a new roommate? Well, it's, look, I had an ad up and I had a lot of interest in renting my room out and I've just decided against it. I cannot. It's given me every single reason (laughs) that I need not to have someone move in. You're looking at red flag after red flag after red flag. Yeah. (laughs) I'll eat Migoreng if I have to every single day. (laughs) Look, Migoreng's not bad. Chuck a bit of, oh, no, you're vegan. Never mind. (laughs) Is me going vegan? Um, look, it's a debatable topic um, because it uses palm oil. But otherwise, the other ingredients are vegan. But I don't know if you know about palm oil. Yes, I do. I know about palm oil. Yes. So me obviously doesn't use sustainable palm oil. Yes. So technically the ingredients are vegan, but, yeah, it's... The orangutans. Yeah. Did you know, though, that Maggie noodles are vegan? I didn't know that. Are they? Are they? I do like Maggie. Are they? Yep, they're all vegan. And sustainable? I don't know about that. I don't go that far. I just don't. I think it's weird how the ones in the actual cup taste different than the actual flat packet type of ones. Yeah, maybe it's the foam. I reckon it's just the psychological aspect. It's like coffee and, in fact, any drink tastes different depending on the cup you drink it from. Like you don't drink water out of a mug. 
I do. And I, I have. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, if the mug's there, you got to drink. You know. Yeah. If I'm taking tablets or something and there's no glass nearby, I'll mm. just rinse out a mug. Jack Daniels always tastes better from the bottle than it does the can. <laughs> I still have a bottle. I think I think it's Jack Daniels in my friend's car from like months ago. And I haven't got it back yet, but I've been in that car multiple times and it pisses me off that I haven't got it. Mm. Sorry, I'm really passionate about that because that, that's my yeah, alcohol. You sound passionate. We should sort this out for you. We pay good money for alcohol. Mm. I did. Anyone want to go on a trip tonight to get it back? <laughs> <laughs> Nervous laughter. <laughs> All right, tell us the story, Nads. Okay, so this one was posted by What Is My Life? Eight. What is life? Sorry. <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> We're gonna get like copyrighted off of Spotify. Oh <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I'm I'm not singing in pitch enough for them to recognize it. So <laughs> Okay, so this one is roommate broke into my room and turned my security camera off. Oh no. Ew. You just know they've been through her knicker drawer. Well, yeah. I'm assuming it's a female. Um. Well, we'll have to read and find out. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to read this one word for word because this is like the way they've written it is the way I tell stories. Uh, okay. So it's just easier. So was it you that wrote it? <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> my roommate broke into my room and turned off my security camera. She did not just turn it off, but the app said the ads chip can no longer be detected. I went on vacation for a few days for the first time in over a year and informed my roommate that I would be moving out early because we haven't been getting along. And I found a new place. She is a pathological liar about very random things. She's stolen from me, is very dirty and leaves our apartment door wide open for hours at a time. While she goes out for the day, she lights candles and leaves for the day. She is not a good match to live with me. Who the fuck does that? Who lights a candle and then walks out the house? Like, you've got to be a fucking nutcase. Yeah. Yeah. You, See, like, I, it's I've left them on and felt like fell asleep before, but that's, that's my own stupidity. I haven't left the house. I think even that's not good for you if you no, in a closed room with a candle burning. I think the no, is... it's not because the reason why I know this is because Cara and I have accidentally accidentally done it before, and I've woken up the next morning, gone to blow my nose because you know there's always morning snots that you need to get rid of. That's fucking black. Yeah, oh. yeah, that happened to me. When she says accidentally done it, what she means is we've blown it out before bed, but we've been sitting in an enclosed room with a candle. Woodwick candle, actually. Which oh, I love Woodwick. Yeah. Woodwick's good. My, mine was on, like, a wooden bedside table as well. Oh, no. Just, look, it's not my finest moment, but my house didn't catch fire, so I think I'm okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. So... Back to the story. So, yeah, she did all that crap. Um, she took it very well on the surface, apparently, because I'm leaving her a pretty rare place. Huh? This person. See, they don't make sense. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> this person's cooked, eh? <laughs> anyway, so sorry. What is my life, eh? Their, their, their sentencing is throwing me off. I should have taken notes on this one instead and just reworded shit. I love how this is the one you choose to read word for word. Uh, look, th- that's how my brain is. I <laughs> I can't explain it. How about we move along and we'll come back to this when I recuperate. <laughs> we, we, we can use this one to close out the episode. Jordan. Yes. <laughs> is, is it my Jordan. turn? Jordy, Jordy, you've got some. What What do you have for us? Is it like urban legends or? I've got two myths about the bathroom. Ooh. We maybe maybe we do talk about shit a lot. We <laughs> do way too much. <laughs> yes. Um, it, yeah. Look, the the first one is very so. So the first one was the original one. I was like, cool. Going through this, I found some stuff in it. Obviously, it's just a little old Australian myth. So I was like, all right. And then it, then I, I went spiraling, as Nadine calls it. Spiraling. And I, I found the little spooky bathroom myth as well. That I was like, oh, that's, that's a bit dark and, you know, bathroomy. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll add it in there. And now, now we're going to learn about Japanese myth as well. Oh, I'm excited. So we're all learning today. We're, we're very Let's diverse see. over here. You know, huh. imported cereals, if you will. <laughs> <Lovely>. <laughs> Actually, that's clever. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> the international aisle. Yes, yes, lovely. So the first one is about the creatures that crawl up from the toilet. Hmm. And um, they can either be animals, pests, stuff like that. So bathrooms are a place, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of like to be alone and private in. Mm-hmm. Yep. But Where do you get these bit- ideas from? Yeah, exactly. Your shower thoughts, you're, you're mm-hmm. scrolling on the phone when you're on the toilet. It's wonderful. Yes, although I have to say, because I have to interrupt everyone's stories tonight. <laughs> I am getting to an age now, right, where my back is starting to hurt a lot more than it did when I was younger. So trying to wipe my anus after I've done a cheeky number two, it's getting a little bit more difficult sometimes because my back's <laughs> fucking twinging out. So sometimes I'm not even joking. I kind of get stuck in this awkward <laughs> kind of like half, <laughs> half wiping position. And it's a moment of panic of, am I going to be stuck like this and have to call an ambulance? <laughs> because all of a sudden there's a searing pain down my spine and I'm not going to be able to move. But I'm pretty gross and I've always got my phone around the bathroom somewhere because mm. I'm listening to something or whatever. So at least I'd have my other hand free to call an ambulance if needed. That is not where I thought you were taking the story because I Me said too. I thought prefer you'd to be Jack alone. <laughs> I was like, now that I'm at a certain age, I kind of like just having someone with me to chat. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to invest one of those, what are they called, bidets? Like the hose in the toilet? I was going to say, on on the topic, you were talking about poop knives before. There's actually a device <laughs> out in the world, in the wild, in the real world, um, that you basically can put. Do you guys remember ever having those toys as kids where it's got like the claw on the end? It's like a little spring 
loaded thing and it's got a claw and you can pick things up from a reach. Oh, yeah. Grabbing yeah. hands. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Reach a grab. So picture that, yeah. Picture that, but it has a little pocket where you put the toilet paper so you can easily reach around and wipe your ass. So. Oh, an ass wiper. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm going to have to invest because... Here, I'll go on Amazon now for you. They're literally on there. <laughs> I knew someone who broke her um, broke her arm and I was like, and she was really struggling with that. And I was like, you need to just go out there and just get one of those sticks. And I showed her and she was really excited. So I just <gasps> like the thought of it. her like trying You're to get one, but she gets a shot. 19. Well, they give them away Invest. for that amount. <laughs> look, it holds you. Look, yeah, but <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. How is that gonna do a good job? <laughs> you just pray for a one wife wonder. Get someone else to do it for you. Or I could just get in the shower and waffle stomp it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I have to share that shower with you. You know, for a breakfast show, we definitely talk about shit way too much. <laughs> yeah, and and look, I'm not helping. Like I'll admit, shouldn't have chosen really bathroom not. stories. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but... sorry, Jordan. Please carry <laughs> on with your story. No, no, that that actually goes perfectly. So um, it's a place where we all feel a little bit vulnerable. <laughs> so it would be confronting that we have the thought of never being alone. Now I don't know if you guys were ever told as a kid in like primary school and stuff like that you've got to close the toilet lid to stop crocodiles and rodents and stuff like that coming up through the toilet. Were you guys ever told that? My mum yeah. told me it was poo particles. Snake. It was p- snake, <laughs> yes. yes. In Australia, it's snakes and rats. Yeah. And spiders. Spiders. Who has a bathroom spider? Every Australian household has a bathroom spider. No, we don't. We do. No, I, I don't. Where I the don't. fuck is it then? <laughs> <laughs> There's always a spider up in the corner. No, there's there's, always... there's a little spider that lives in the plant pot of the elephant palm that I have. Yeah. But I don't we don't have a bathroom spider. He moved out. <laughs> <laughs> Had enough of your shit, you waffle stomping. <laughs> the grass is always greener in the elephant palm. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. There's always a spider that lives in the toilet or finds its way to the toilet. No, look, Jack, I'm with you because growing up, we always had a daddy long legs in our toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, no, same, but that was in like the outside bathroom. You have an outside bathroom? Yeah, there's daddy long legs. Got an outhouse. Yeah. <laughs> it's an just outhouse. like the one from Shrek. An original shitter. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I ain't here to fuck spiders. <laughs> <laughs> one of the houses I grew up, in we had an outhouse but ironically it wasn't in australia how weird is that no because it was in england it was an old fucking bomb shelter no it was a bomb shelter as well <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> but that was at the back of the garden <laughs> yeah well my my one's not like an outhouse it's we there's a laundry area outside where there's there's also a bathroom area Mm. <clears throat> Sorry, yeah, Jordan. No, Carry no, on your story. No, it's fine. Honestly, fine. I don't care anymore. It's fine. 
That's fine. I'm not even mad. Yeah. I just think I it's just funny. I think it's funny. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so this has um, been a known myth, except for the fact that it's not a myth. It actually does happen quite often. Oh, God. To the point there was um, a man in uh, Israel, I believe. He actually went to oh, the hospital because of... <laughs> My people. <laughs> Um, yeah, he actually had to go to hospital because a snake slithered up and um, bit oh, his snake. No. Oh, no. Poor lad. And um, then, yeah, there are a lot of rodents that come up through them as well. There actually are a lot of videos I found on YouTube <laughs> where, where there's one where there's just this, like, little family, I think, little Filipino family, just trying to get this rat that's swimming in the toilet. And it's about five minutes long, but it's pretty entertaining. See, I don't think anyone should be scared of things coming up the toilet because you've got to feel sorry for the thing that is coming up the toilet and the first thing they see is either your dick or your asshole, Or they've got to pay <laughs> through poo to get to the top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, brave enough to swim through the sewer. Then well, I don't, I don't know about you. I'm not going to welcome it, definitely. Like... <laughs> I'm probably just going to close the lid and scream a little bit, especially if it's a rat, because I am so scared of rats. Mm, yeah, that's fair. I'd They're probably panic with my pants still <laughs> at my ankles, and I'd be out the back. I don't want to yeah. be the bearer of bad news, but if there was a rat or a snake coming up the toilet and you were sitting on there, the first moment that you realise that there's a rat or a snake in there is going to be when it comes at your ass. So... <laughs> Like, it's going to be crawling up your ass and you're going to be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, but crawling up, how far is it going to get before you notice it? Well, I mean, well... some people are into that. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> One of my colleagues at work the other day, we just got an order of stock and she thought <laughs> that I had ordered these Horror's finger tentacle things and she thought it was a joke at first and she goes... You know what like people are into with that sort of stuff? And I was like, she goes, yeah, people are really into that sort of stuff. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, hentai. Oh, no. And I was yeah. like, nah. Look, nah. each their own. It's just Tentacles. Not okay. Tentacles. It's like a Japanese yeah. kink, I think. I mean, look, each yeah. their own. That's yeah, fine. I'm but not. Jesus. I'm not calling anyone out on that because whatever, whatever you're into, that's your business but it's not for me mm. so yeah. just on that note real quick sorry jordan <laughs> poor jordan just think story. i'll tell you guys this is really good for me okay so years ago i went to i'm sorry mum, if you're listening <laughs> really sorry oh. <laughs> i went i went to a um hiya mal yeah <laughs> Hello. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I went to a, a sex shop and for whatever reason, like I was with my partner at the time and we were just having she a... She just said the word sex shop but she started calling you. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, sorry, <laughs> mum. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so, yeah, so we went into this sh- this sh- shop, <laughs> this sex shop. <laughs> And we ended up having a, a good old chat. The guy that was working there was so friendly and we were like, what's like the weirdest thing that you've ever 
like been requested what's the weirdest thing anyone's ever come in for um and again not shaming except one of the things I'm kind of shaming but we'll get to that in a sec but um one of them was actually they have um like a whole bunch of weird shit like tentacle dildos and they have um like alien ones that actually you can they have these weird egg things inside them and you can at the end of the dildo you actually implant an alien egg inside of you I feel so sorry. I'm sorry, Mum. Honestly, if you're listening, well, I, if this I've doesn't heard, get edited, I've heard of these before. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, I'm more shocked that you've never heard of these. These are quite common. Wow, Jordan's like, yeah. I've got four. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Nana. Different, <laughs> <laughs> different um, sizes and everything. Um, there's little alien things that you had at school where they were in the little egg-shaped things, and they were just slime. But I remember oh, in my yeah. school, we were told that. You could get them pregnant by rubbing them together. What? what? Yeah, I really believed it. I tried it so many times. You're like still not pregnant. Alien babies. <laughs> Just by rubbing these little slime aliens together, but it never worked. And now, of course, I realize why. Because they're both boys. Now I have yeah, a basic understanding of biology. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, please continue. I actually think that was probably the end of the first one. The second one is where it gets a bit dark and everything with this story. I'm going to try and pronounce this. I, I actually tried to look up videos and everything where it was told me how to pronounce it, and I all say it a different way. So Don't you hate that? Yeah, I think this is just going to be the, the white man mispronunciation part of me, but I'll, I'll give it a crack. That's okay. We'll correct it next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's called... um. Anka Manto, I think. It's Japanese. Um, it's a legend that traces back to the 1930s, and it's from the Japanese schoolyards where I assume people just go around telling this kind of legends to each other when they were in school. Mm. Um, this um legend goes, there's a spirit, and it's wearing a bright cloak, usually probably red, and it hangs in the bathrooms of schools and public bathrooms. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. I'm scared. Well, if, if you think that's scary, good luck for the rest of this. Um, it I'm usually scared. waits in the last stall of the bathroom. Oh, fuck that. It will either present you with red paper or blue paper, or it's also been known to come as like a cloth or cape or cloak, so you pretty much just choose a colour of it. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, now which colour you choose will um, decide what happens to you. And I'm, I'm going to be honest, none of them are good. They're all very horrible ways to die. There's quite a few things that can happen to you. If you choose red, the skin from your back will be ripped up and it will almost sit on you like a cape. Oh, fuck. You may receive a laceration that will make you bleed out into a pool of blood, essentially coating you fully in your blood. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Hey, hold on. So you go into a bathroom and the last stool is potentially this is it like what a gin a ghost or like a, a spirit and it hands you a piece of paper um no you get to choose a color <laughs> so you either choose red or blue oh like the old and, um, chatterbox things pick a color yeah well when i saw it i thought it was like maybe this is where like matrix got the red pill blue pill kind of thing from <laughs> yeah, I was blue wire. but yeah no not at all i think that's just a coincidence because i tried searching and i couldn't find any reference or anything to the matrix i just need to interrupt you there for a second jordan Nadine, are you trying to make yourself into your Fortnite character or? <laughs> Do I look like them? You're doing a good job. Close enough. 
I want my hair like that. I want little braids. We should all do matching braids. Sorry. No, no, it's it's cool. You probably needed a little giggle before you hit this bit. Um, another way is that your spine may be ripped out and tied around your neck. Mortal Kombat. Just, yeah, kind I mean, of style. Finisher. That would actually solve my bathroom issues, really, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what? My back wouldn't hurt anymore. <laughs> wouldn't have one, love. <laughs> your back can't hurt if you don't have one. <laughs> And um, the the other way is um, just yeah, it'll be almost like a stabbing sensation thing that you get and bleed out. Um, the main thing is with the red, there is a lot, a lot of blood, like a very copious amount of blood. Now, if you choose the blue one, you get blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so like the spirit just offers you a hand job and just says no or something. Oh no. <laughs> Only well, joking. Well, <laughs> pulls, out, pulls out the tentacle. <laughs> <or> just... <laughs> <laughs> um, so it has um fewer kind of stuff that can happen. Usually, it's you're going to be strangled to death Jesus. with the cloth or the cloak, or or the blood is going to drain for your from your body and just leave you sickly and dead. And blue, never die, never die. Why do they do this? Because it's an evil spirit. Oh. Okay, and are these things said to be in every bathroom or...? Public ones and um, school bathrooms. Mm. Yeah. Do you know, okay, quick spiral, <laughs> story time. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I was really young, so you know how I'm a pussy now and I get really scared about everything, but um, especially horror movies. So, yeah, when I was younger... I used to watch all the movies that my brother and sister would watch. So, like, we watched bloody Freddy, Jason movies, um, Halloween. You're the youngest, so you would have seen all of, like, the real gruesome shit. Yeah. So, which I was for some reason fine with, but I think it was that whole thing of, I'm not going to be scared, I can watch it. And then I would watch it, (laughs) and now here I am years later with trauma. Um but when I was younger, I watched Halloween and nothing, like to this day, nothing, no movie I don't think has actually terrified me more than that because um, I must have been in about year three and I remember walking into oh. the, the toilets at school. Like I, re- I genuinely thought that I saw a man in a black cloak with red hair in the toilet. Like I was legit seeing things like that's how much it traumatized me um turns out the janitor yeah <laughs> probably <laughs> and it's not my fault i'm ginger <laughs> um but yeah it was really really weird and then i had another night where my mom was asleep and i clear as day heard so no one else was home Um, But I heard footsteps and then I heard the footsteps go into the kitchen and then I heard the knife drawer open and then I heard a knife come out of the knife drawer and I was like, every time I heard something else, my my heart was racing and I ended up just bolting. Even though I had to go past the kitchen to get to my mum's room, I just bolted and I was just like, mum, mum, wake up. She's like, ah, what? But yeah, so and that was all because of that fucking movie, Halloween. Don't watch it; it's traumatizing. It's one of my favorites. 
Oh, even just thinking about his face, I, I'm not going to sleep tonight. I hate scary movies. I can't do them. Kara wants to watch them all the time, and I'm like, you can get fucked. <laughs> get fucked. Speaking of Halloween, I'll do a little fun story about when me, Jackie, and Kara went to see Halloween Kills because I, I took them to see that movie. That was and a good I, movie. I, I really liked it, but the funniest part to me was when we were leaving the cinema. So we see Halloween Kills. That's a slasher movie with kills in the name, and Jackie was just like, my God, that movie had so much murder in it. <laughs> Did I say that? Was I drunk? No. no. You were sober. I was oh, like, what? It was a Jackieism. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just I gave her a look. I was like, what, what do you mean? She's like, there were just so many killings. I was like, yeah, Jack, it's, it's a slasher movie and has kills in the name. Yeah, I think she was like, it's so gruesome. Yeah. She's like, yeah, that's the fucking point, mate. <laughs> no, because I've seen scary movies before, but I've seen the movie called Scary Movie. Um, for a yeah, like, one it's a comedy. <laughs> yeah. Crazy though, Jordan. So the last one was um, all the blood drains out of your body. Was there anything else with the blue? Um, not with the blue. Just pretty much means a formal strangulate, um, strangulation. Wow. Um, choking or being strangled, kind of stuff like that. Yeah. But um, there is a little thing that you may try and outsmart it. And if you do, you're an idiot. Um, for if you choose another color, it is said that Akamonto's assistant, Hanko-san, will come up and drag you to hell. Oh, wow. That's if you choose any other color. But it does say if you choose the color yellow, your head will either be decapitated or smashed into the toilet bowl. I mean, at least it might be a bit of a quicker death. Yeah. Yeah, look, none of these sound good. If you choose green, do you, like, choke on your own snot or something? <laughs> Ew. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for you to say that, Cara, that's, that caught me off guard. Yeah, I'm already dry heaving. <laughs> I was say that without gagging. Instantly, my face just went, uh-oh. <laughs> there are ways to supposedly survive this encounter, if you will. Mm. Now, the only ways to survive are you either ignore it and you run the fuck away, pretend you never saw it. Yeah. Say no. No, sir. I would not like to die in any of those ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's. I mean, essentially, it's like that. Or you just refuse to choose a color and just go on. Um, little fun bits about it, though. It has been referenced and used a lot in media throughout the years. Um, probably oh. most notably being Castlevania series. Oh, the, the, I really, I think it was a, I forgot the name of the actual like game, but I think it was the one that came out in 2003. Um, and it actually is um, partly Squid Games took inspiration from it as well with the colors. So the director of Squid Games went on the record and he was like, oh yeah, I got the color thing from this story and this. Oh, um, that and, makes sense. Yeah. And there was mm -hmm. also a video game released in 2019. It's kind of like a retro-styled survival horror game based on this myth right here. So oh, that's wow. that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really awesome. I'd never heard that one before. No, yeah. I've never heard it. Well, if you if you give me a topic, I'll I'll research it and I'll find a way to make it creepy or spooky. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, so sorry about that. So now we have a very weird but very interesting story from Jack. So yeah. take it away. Um, 
I'm actually really excited to share this with you guys. I, when I first heard about this story, I like, it just, it shook me. And for some reason, I don't really know why. Um, Cause I have absolutely nothing to do like, or in common with this case, but it just really resonated with me anyway. So I'm just going to get into it. So I'm going to be talking today about the case of Kendrick Johnson. Has anyone heard that name? Holy shit. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Oh, okay. I've been really excited for you because you've been hyping this up and this is a yeah. really fucking like devastating case. This mm-hmm. is, it is so weird. The circumstances surrounding what happened is just really bizarre. The way that it was handled was really weird. And it's just, all right, let me just go into it. So Kendrick Johnson was born on the 10th of October, 1995. And he lived with his mother, Jacqueline, his father, Kenneth, and his sister, Kenyatta. And he attended the Lowndes High School in Bardosta, Georgia. Um, Kendrick was quite an active kid. He enjoyed playing all kinds of sports. Um, he was actually a three-sport athlete and he really enjoyed football. Uh, he actually dreamed of becoming a professional football player someday. He was very, very into it. And he's also, you know, really into his basketball and, you know, all of that sort of stuff. He was, um, yeah, really into his sport. Um, his family and friends described him as a really sweet and quiet boy. His father said that he was a nice, bright and funny boy and that he loved to laugh, smile and just have fun. And his mother says that he was really quite a character. So the story starts on the 10th of January, 2013, Kendrick failed to return home from school. His parents immediately knew that something was wrong because um, he was such a good kid, he literally went to school, did his sports and that was pretty much it. They attempted to contact friends and family to see if they knew where he was, but nothing turned up. So his parents called the local sheriff's department and reported Kendrick missing. It was later said that his parents reportedly said um, that when it struck midnight that night, after they still hadn't heard anything, no one knew where he was, they pretty much knew at that point that he was no longer alive, which is really sad. It's quite heartbreaking. That would be fucking devastating. Yeah. As a mum, that kind of doesn't sit well with me. Um, so on the 11th of January, 2013, so the next day, um, it was around 8 a.m., Kenyatta and Jacqueline arrived at the Lowndes High School um, trying to get some answers as to where Kendrick was, if anyone had seen him. And it was at that time when they were in the office, a couple of high school students came in and said that they had found a body rolled up in a gym mat. Jeez, that's fucked. Yeah. That's really fucked. Yeah. This poor kid. Did you um manage to stumble across the crime scene photos doing your research? Yes, I did. Okay, yeah, because I've um I've seen them before and they're quite. Is it something that I'll be able to handle to look at, or shall I just not? Look, I think it's up to you. Um, it's more. Sorry, um, I was just going to say, like, from what I remember of them, it's more like emotional weight than anything. Yeah, mm. it's nothing gruesome as such. Um. So, yes, I've got photos. I'll send them through to the chat sort of one by one. So I've just sent a photo of uh, what the students saw and what was reported to to the office. Oh, my God. The school phones the local police department. Um, Jacqueline and Kenyatta are shown a photo of a black and white shoe in a pool of blood. Um, Kenyatta immediately identifies that shoe to belong to Kendrick. Um, but his mother and sister were denied being able to see Kendrick's body at that time. And I'll send a photo of the shoe for you now. What's interesting, though, is 
the police investigating theorised straight away that Kendrick was attempting to retrieve a pair of shoes that he kept inside the rolled up mats. And when he went to go get that shoe, he fell in upside down and that he got stuck. But this is where it gets really weird. So when Kendrick was initially found, um, the mat was standing sort of vertical. And when those mats are standing up, they measure six feet tall. Um, Kendrick measured five foot, 10 inches tall. So the mat was a lot taller than himself. How the hell did he get in it then? Basically, the police have basically said that he's, well, I don't know. Because how is he going to climb into it without tipping it over? It doesn't really make sense to me. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that that was their theory. The other thing as well is these mats have an opening diameter of 14 inches. Kendrick's shoulders measured 19 inches across. So it was bigger than what the initial hole was. And these mats that you can see, they're kind of like a rolled up gym mat. They're bound with a with like a belt or a strap or something like that to keep them closed. So it's not like they can unravel or anything like that. Um, when Kendrick was found um, inside these mats, he was found with one arm above his head, kind of, you know, sort of bent kind of like this. Mm. Um, they assumed that he was trying to reach down to pick something up or protect his head. Like, a, like a, you know, when you're falling head down, you put your, head, your arm in front you know, oh, to sort yeah. of protect yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So his arm is above his head. Um, and his other arm was kind of stuck between himself and the mat, um, just sort of down beside his waist. He was found with a pair of shoes um, kind of tossed behind his knees. His legs appeared to be like sort of all twisted as well. So they were, they're, they're kind of not really straight. <laughs> um, so that, see, twisted legs would then suggest the mat has been rolled up, wouldn't it? Or unless I guess he's trying to twist, he's tried to twist himself out of the mat. Yeah, we'll get to it. Oh, sorry. We'll get to <laughs> Juicy. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely get to it. Podcast investigators. <laughs> so another pair of shoes, a black and white pair um, of basketball shoes belonging to Kendrick, so the ones that his sister identified, were found in the area. One was at the bottom of the mat with a pool of blood underneath it, and that's the photo I've just sent you. So the shoe itself doesn't have any blood whatsoever on the shoe that you can see. However, underneath the shoe, there's like a, a pool of blood, mm. which is really strange. The other black and white shoe, and you can see that in the first photo that I've sent, is opposite. So there's like the mat that Kendrick's in, and then there's a bunch of other mats sort of just to the left of it. Some are standing up and some are laying down. The shoe is sort of on the far left-hand side of the foreground. I don't know if you guys can see that there. So why were the shoes inside the mat? You're very impatient, aren't you? Sorry. No. We need <laughs> answers, Jackie, and we need them now. <laughs> we need answers. So, oh, all right. <laughs> Zach Bagans. Zach Bagans, yeah. <laughs> I've got to say, I was, I've been watching him all day. Oh, he's so yeah. good, but yeah. he's so bad. He's, he's so it's just such American, like, we want answers, answers, answers. <laughs> he dramatizes everything. There was an episode that we watched the other day, and he was like, was this ghost being a smart ass? <laughs> that was a terrible American accent. Smart I'm ass. so sorry to anyone sorry. that listens to us <laughs> in America. Give me an English accent any day. I can do that. As an English person, I, I can say, you no, you cannot. <laughs> 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 are you not English? 
Huh? <laughs> you not English? No. What? I'm English. I'm shook. Are you actually not from the UK? No. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, in Perth. Give fuck. <laughs> Have you just adopted Kara's accent? She just sounds like me now because we spent. You what? You what? <laughs> Do I have an accent? Look, Do you I? naturally have you naturally have a bit of an English accent, but it's more like um, northern tones sometimes. What? Yeah, I don't know. I just assumed it was like a family thing because you've got English in your family life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was oh, just because she like pronounces stuff proper. I literally thought that you were from the UK. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. Shit, that's interesting. Anyway, wow. Lovely. Wow. 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 Um, yeah, so one one shoe was kind of found at the bottom of the mat and the other one was sort of a little bit away from it. Um, the shoe underneath the mat, like I said, was not covered in blood at all. In cases like this, um, Georgia law states that the investigators must notify the coroner straight away as soon as the body is found. Um, and, you know, for obvious reasons, not to touch the body, don't move it, don't, you know, contaminate the crime scene or anything like that. But this, this case, the coroner wasn't called to the scene uh, for five hours. Wow. Yeah. Any reason why or? No reason. No so reason. they found the body. And they did nothing with it for five hours. Yeah. What? But there was, Wait, there was no answer school? as to why. There was no answer as to why the coroner wasn't called for five hours. Let me continue. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's fine. I'm going to send more photos. Um, Nadine, you may or may not want to look at these next ones. I'm just giving you a, a warning. Uh, I need SpongeBob. I'm scared. Okay, oh, so horrible. Mm. Definitely didn't want to see it. Sorry, carry on. Let me stop cutting you off. <laughs> so the coroner wasn't called for five hours. So Bill Watson, who was the coroner at the time, he arrived at the scene um, and he stated that when he arrived, the scene was definitely compromised. Uh, the body had actually been moved and it was discovered that the sheriff's department had actually unrolled the mat and then re-rolled the mat with Kendrick's body still inside. When they questioned about why they did this, they said that it was in order to get photographs of Kendrick. That's fucked. The same day that Kendrick was found, uh, local police did, you know, like a press conference um, and they announced that the cause of death to be accidental and that no evidence of foul play was found. So, quote, I can't actually remember who, um, who said this, but he was on the news and he was said, he says, and I quote, we have found nothing to indicate that this was anything other than just a tragic accident. So they determined that on the same day. Nah, shit's fucked. Something's wrong. Hmm. Sorry. Oh, my God, those photos. Yeah. That poor boy. Yeah. We'll go into more about the positioning of his body and all of that sort of stuff a little bit later. But it is very, very interesting. So... In their investigation, another pair of black and white orange sneakers were located about six feet away from Kendrick's body, and there appeared to be traces of blood on them. A hoodie was also found um, on the opposite side of the gym, and that also appeared to have traces of blood on it. 
Um, so yeah, neither of these items were taken as evidence. That's what? Okay, who done it? <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah. I don't know. So all up in total, we've got a body upside down inside a gym mat. We've got a pair of sneakers inside the gym mat on top of Kendrick. We've got another pair of sneakers separated in two separate areas of the of the gym, one underneath Kendrick and the other shoes sort of maybe six feet away. And then we've got a third pair of shoes located elsewhere in the gym with traces of blood. And we also have a hoodie on the opposite side of the gym with traces of blood. It sounds like one of those um, math questions <laughs> where they're like, Fiona has five apples, but it's with shoes. <laughs> I'm just trying to help you keep track. So on a wall inside the gym, there were blood stains on the wall. Um, it also had six impact spots. So as if, you know, something had hit the wall, like a hammer or a bat or something like that. DNA determined that it was human blood, but because it didn't match Kendrick's blood, investigators didn't do anything with it and disregarded it as evidence. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. So, so it could have been the killers. Yeah, he didn't even bother trying to figure out who the blood belonged to. Fucking hell. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. CCTV was in the gym at the time and it was also throughout the school. Um, they're all motion activated, so from when the lights turn on in the morning and from when the lights turn off at night. So when CCTV was taken in for evidence, investigators discovered that there was a massive discrepancy with the footage and across all four cameras located inside the gym. They worked out that at least one hour is missing from 12pm to 1pm on the 10th of January. This is too fucking much. Someone did it, surely. Yeah. Cameras one and four stop recording at 12.04 and resume again at 1.09. Cameras two and three stop at 11.05am and resume again at 1.15pm. All four of those cameras should have been recording during this time because a hallway camera located just outside the gym captures several, several students walking in and out of the gym during this time and the gym, like, you know, gym cameras should have been working at this time because they're motion activated, there's people inside the gym, they're playing around, you know, you can see that they're in and out. Yeah, right. Where's that footage gone? Mm. Yeah. Cameras are weird. Like sometimes they do just glitch out for an hour or 15 minutes here or there. Yeah. But... Unlikely. It's really... Yeah, unlikely to happen during an incident. It's like at some point during the day that's happened. And... Mm. It's never more than one camera. Yeah. Want to know the cherry on the cake? Go on. Yeah. Other discrepancy with the CCTV. It also failed to record the initial discovery of Kendrick's body. Oh, no. So the last time CCTV captures Kendrick alive is when he walks into the gym and he is seen running towards the gym mats. The next time Kendrick is seen on camera is January 11th, the day that he was found after the coroner is removing the body from the scene. Jesus. Kendrick's body was taken to the um, medical examiner's office. And usually medical examiners will investigate a case based on facts and facts alone. So they never work off theories. They've got to be, you know, unbiased. They have to look at the facts and kind of what's there. And then they will determine a cause of death. Medical examiner in this case investigated on the investigation, uh, sorry, in the investigator's theory um, that Kendrick had somehow managed to get into the mat to retrieve his shoes and that he'd accidentally fallen in. 
It doesn't make sense, this theory though. Um, so it was common for, so it was common for lounge students to store their gym gear inside the mats so that they didn't have to pay for a locker. So um, obviously they have lockers at school, but I don't know how the school system works in America. They have to pay for a locker or whatever, or pay for storage or whatever. So the students, a lot of them would store a lot of their stuff inside these gym mats and then just kind of, you know, swap their shoes when they needed them or swap their bags or clothes or whatever. And so it wasn't like it was something that was uncommon. Everybody did it. Everybody knew how to retrieve these items as well. Mm. Not one single person was reported to have climbed inside a gym mat while it was standing up to retrieve their items. Common sense would tell you that you would tip the gym mat so that you could retrieve the items from underneath and then pull it out. Were they really heavy or? I mean, they're made of dense foam. But, oh, I mean, they would okay. be heavy to a certain degree, but not. They're, they're wrestling mats, so they'll, like, be used for impact. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it depends on who you ask as to whether they're heavy or not. So, yeah, everyone knew to tilt their mats rather than climb it. It wasn't as if, you know, it wasn't like Kendrick was new to the school. It was the middle of the school year. He wasn't, you know. Naive. Yeah. He knew what the, he knew what to do. So based on this theory um, and looking at Kendrick's injuries, the medical examiner's office uh, quickly ruled Kendrick's death as positional asphyxia. 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 So basically, so the way that he was was like suffocated. Yeah. So because he was upside down, um, you know, the gravity obviously takes over, the blood is rushing down to his head and all of that sort of stuff. And you you pretty much suffocate and eventually and i know this sounds horrible and trigger warning to anyone who might be sensitive to blood and gore and that sort of stuff um the 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 blood pressure in that in in sort of that area of his body would have become so much that you can actually see in the injuries he started to bleed from his eyes his nose his mouth his wow, ears his hands. that's terrible um yeah so it's just it yeah absolutely horrific um, so they quickly ruled Kendrick's death as positional asphyxia. Kendrick's family were left deeply unsatisfied and had more questions than answered. So they hired a private forensic pathologist, Dr. Bill Anderson, to help with their own investigation and perform an independent second autopsy. So in June 2013, Kendrick's body was exhumed and it was taken to Florida. Right off the bat, Dr. Anderson states that there's inconsistencies with the finding of positional asphyxia because of a lack of fluid buildup in the lungs. So what happens is because it's positional asphyxia, because the blood is rushing, you know, sort of to the top of the body, what happens is the blood, you know, it, it can't filter out properly. So fluid builds up in the lungs and there'll be air sacs and everything. And essentially they drown in their own fluid um, when positional oh, asphyxia Christ. occurs. Yeah. He's like the poor kid and also like his poor mum and family to hmm. after not only bury a child which would be one of the hardest things in the world but with all of this stuff on top like that is something i can't comprehend yeah so yeah so he finds inconsistencies with positional asphyxia because of a lack of fluid up uh, build up in the lungs dr anderson goes to investigate the rest of kendrick's organs but found that kendrick's body was stuffed full of newspaper every single organ from his brain all the way down to his pelvis was missing Oh, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Why? Sorry. From, sorry. 
Have I missed something? No. Yeah. We'll get into it. We'll get to what it. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, my God. So within the Georgia State Medical Examiner's Office were asked about what happened. They said, and I quote, the organs were placed inside Johnson's body. The body was closed. Then the body was released to the funeral home. So the funeral home stole his organs. The funeral home got rid of his organs. Why did they get rid of them? I don't know. I don't know whether it was just, it just made, you know, burying the body easier or having to care for the body a lot easier because it was, you know. That's fucked. I don't know. That poor family. Yep. Um, the funeral home were later sued by the Johnson family. However, it was determined that the funeral home didn't technically break state law by removing uh, the organs, but they did admit that it wasn't exactly best practice and they should have notified the family. This really is. Are you for serials? This story is just fucked. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as well, especially being a minor, you know, this kid was 17 when he died. He was 17. Like, they should have at least asked the family or told the family that that was going to happen. For sure, yeah. 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 So Dr. Anderson obviously couldn't work on any organs, but he thought he would look, you know, obviously at the rest of the body. He discovered a section of bleeding in the side of Johnson's neck along with the carotid sinus. So the carotid sinus is um, it's responsible for controlling your blood pressure. Um, but it's also the cause of a condition called tight collar syndrome. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that before. No. Tight collar syndrome. No. So you know when you, you've got like a really tight button-up shirt or a scarf or something like that, you kind of feel like a bit of pressure in your neck. Have you guys ever had that before? Oh, yeah. That is tight collar syndrome. It's actually quite dangerous. Is it? Yeah, it's really dangerous. So tight collar syndrome is when someone loses consciousness due to a carotid sinus being compressed and it can happen really <laughs> Is it also when you get suffocated by your own boobs? Look. <laughs> hey, I have more on that later, actually. Oh. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, we're doing a segment on Dolly Parton. <laughs> so basically it can happen really quickly and it can happen really, really easily. So people have been known to pass out, um, you know, just by shaving their neck because of the repressive the pressure applied. So it's really, really interesting. Um, so Dr. Anderson noted that the carotid sinus had hemorrhaged due to a blunt force trauma and explained that the reason Kendrick's lungs weren't filled with fluid um, when he went into the mat is because Kendrick wouldn't have been alive when he went into the gym mat. Knew Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's got to be. Got to yeah. be. So the case was reopened. During investigations, it was found out that Kendrick had an altercation with uh, a couple of brothers that attended the school, Brian and Brandon Bell. So on a school bus one day on the way to a game, Brian took it too far. They were just mucking around, sitting next to each other, just, you know, sort of, I guess, back and forth banter and that sort of stuff. But Brian took it too far, according to students. The altercation became physical when uh, Brian began to start pulling Kendrick's hair. After the school bus arrived at the game, Kendrick was taken away by police and questioned over the incident. Brian and Brandon were free to go watch the game with their parents. As tension between the brothers and Kendrick sort of grew over the next couple of months, Brandon was heard by students saying that it wasn't over, so that the altercation wasn't over. Oh, no. Rick Bell, their father, becomes involved um, in this growing feud and he says that the fight wasn't fair that they had on the bus and that he should have it out again 
at the bell house. I'm sorry, the father said that. The father said that. <laughs> Wait, who's whose father? Brian and Brandon Bell. So the 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 boys that he had a right. fight with on the bus, their father yeah. came involved and said, "No, nah, that wasn't a fair fight. Come to our house and have it out." Oh, for fuck's sake! Jesus. Rick Bell, their father. Oh no, it gets worse, doesn't it? I can see in your face it gets worse. Is an FBI yeah. agent. Fucking okay. He's an FBI agent. Yep. Here we go. So it's a cover up. It's got to be. So Rick Bell is an FBI agent, and when he was questioned about Kendrick's death and the comments, denied the allegations and that the conversation never took place. The Bell brothers, however, were never questioned in relation to Kendrick's death and were the only people who hired lawyers, just in case. Mm. According to students who did cooperate with the investigators, they all shared one thing in common. All of them stated that Rick Bell, at one time or another during the investigation, approached them and tried to intimidate them. So investigators charged Rick Bell with obstruction and the home was searched under a warrant in relation to Kendrick's death. Bell brothers maintain they're innocent and claim they didn't even see Kendrick on the 10th of January. Wow. And of course, because he's an FBI agent, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> but according to Rick Bell, these conversations never took place, doesn't know what they're talking about. Full of shit, basically. Well, he would fucking say that, wouldn't he? Mm. That's insane. Um, during the investigation, though, an anonymous 22-page email is sent to the investigators explaining that they knew what happened to Kendrick. According to the email, Kendrick was allegedly involved with a girl who had a boyfriend. The boyfriend found out about it and started to threaten Kendrick. Allegedly, Kendrick tells the boyfriend to meet him in the gym after third period. The anonymous source claims that two boys met with Kendrick and that one of the boys was the son of an FBI agent. When the email was investigated, the author was identified. However, the information was deemed speculation and secondhand knowledge, so was discredited. So the, the conspiracy or the, I guess, the alleged thing is that it was one of the Bell boys um, that killed Kendrick and rolled him into the map. Yeah. More specifically, Brian. Okay. Yeah. But they were never charged. Nothing ever came of that. I'll tell you what happens next. Oh, sorry. <laughs> tell us. <laughs> yes, no. also, um, this, this is all alleged stuff as well. Yeah. 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 Allegedly. Just... Allegedly. Don't add me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The Attorney General investigating the case at the time, Michael Moore, was convinced that the Bell brothers had at least something to do with the case and he was determined to find out what. In the middle of, in the, middle of the investigation, however, he does resign. Rumours circulated that he was scared out of his job. Every single one of Moore's cases was moved to his successor except for one case. Kendrick's case was moved to the Ohio Attorney General's office and the Georgia investigators were pulled off the case and new investigators were reassigned to the case. Following this, no charges were brought down on anyone due to lack of evidence. Obviously, his parents weren't happy about this. Um, they want answers, and rightly so, and I'm completely behind them in this decision. Do you know, I'm just going to... If there is a case that involves someone that is a, a relation of someone that works for FBI, police or whatever in that area or state that it occurs, 
it should be by default handed off to another state or you know whatever to investigate it yeah mm. conflict of interest yeah massively yeah mm. yeah. yeah the whole thing was just mishandled from start to finish everything absolutely yeah the fact mm. that the coroner wasn't called straight away, you know, they've they've tampered with evidence from the get-go, unrolled his body, rolled him back up again, like, just... His poor family, and yeah. I bet they've fought fucking tooth and nail to try and find answers for this. Yeah, they haven't stopped fighting. They mm. have not stopped fighting. Yeah. Um, I'm, say, I'm pretty sure they still have a bunch of petitions up at the moment. Mm. Yeah. We'll need to find that petition. Yeah, and add it to yeah. the notes. Just saying. A third autopsy was performed um, by the same same uh, doctor as before, Doctor Anderson. So, along with his uh, blunt force trauma injury to his jaw or neck, a second blunt force trauma injury is found on Kendrick's chest, and it was also confirmed by another two independent pathologists. Both the state medical examiner and the attorney general in Georgia were uninterested in the findings. Yes. Seven years after Kendrick's death, a rumour is circulating regarding a missing FBI file from the CCTV from the school. Brian initially stated that he had not seen Kendrick on the day that he died, so the 10th of January 2013. However, the report shows that CCTV captures Brian and Kendrick walking together in the hallway of the school at 9.59 a.m. on the 10th of January, 2013. So if he's lied about that, what else has he lied about, basically? Yeah. In March 2021, after a petition is filed with more than 2 million signatures, Fuck. Kendrick's case is finally reopened again in Georgia. Good. So to this day, they're still investigating... Um, but it is highly suspected that the Bell brothers had something to do with it. And there's in this case, there has been back and forth, you know, cases and civil lawsuits and that sort of stuff between the Bell brothers and um, the Johnson family, you know, sort of over defamation and unlawful death suits and all of this sort of stuff. Mm. It is just madness. If they had have investigated this case properly, none of this would have fucking happened. Mm. You know, what gets me when I hear things like that, Imagine being that person, like it. So, okay, obviously it's alleged, allegedly the case. But imagine being a person that had done something, gotten away with it, and you just have to live with that forever. Mm, yeah. Oh, in the book, like innocent until proven guilty. But if they, yeah, then yeah, that's gonna weigh on them for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Again, by the same token, though, if they didn't, it's still going to weigh on them for the rest of their lives because of the fucking media. Yeah, but yeah. surely you would just, it's like, I don't know, like me with anything, I like I can't, <laughs> can't keep my mouth shut in general, but I just like I can't keep things in and like they really, they just kind of sit with me. So like if I've fucked up with something, I just, I can't, like I have to, say it even if i don't know that there'd ever be a chance that a person could find out yeah i'd just be like oh yeah that was me i did it i'm really sorry you yeah. know otherwise it really like it genuinely weighs down on me i just couldn't imagine living with that guilt i just i think this case it's so fucked up how is someone who's five foot ten tall i mean yeah okay that's tall but 
how do they climb into a gym mat like that without it tipping over or, you know, without, you know, someone seeing you? And the kids were playing in the gym the next day and had no idea that he was there. Well, I mean, kids were, according to the CCTV footage, you said that kids were in the gym while all of this was going on. Yeah. Supposedly. Supposedly, yeah. So when the footage was, the missing footage, you can see from the hallway the kids are going in and out of the gym. Imagine, like, knowing that while you were playing basketball or whatever, Mm. that was happening and he was stuck. But then why wouldn't he shout for help? If he was already dead. He dead. Like you mean in the mat, like it. Theory goes if asphyxiation. Yeah. He just couldn't breathe, sort of thing. According to the medical examiner's office, he died of positional asphyxia, so he 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 suffocated or drowned in his own fluids. But according to the independent pathologist, it was blunt force trauma. Fucking hell. To the corrupt the the what's it called carotid sinus. We may never know, but I fucking hope that family gets some peace. Mm. Well, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'll, actually, I'll double check now. I think there was like an update about this case to come out this year. There is a documentary that's just come out called Finding Kendrick Johnson. Um, I haven't actually been able to watch it, and I really desperately want to watch it because it looks amazing. It looks incredible. Just seeing the passion and the fight in his parents like just yeah um the case has been closed with no charges this year 27th of january nine months yes disgusting march 2021 yeah do you think person like racism had a place to do with it as well 100 percent. yeah okay yep interesting story but it was fucked. Yeah. Um, mm. Also, when you said, like, I'm doing the Kendrick Johnson case and I, I, I got excited, <laughs> I, I would like to point out I wasn't like, oh, yay, kind of thing. I was like, oh, yay, it's being talked about more Yeah. than anything. Yeah. I, I wonder <laughs> if there is, like, anywhere that you can, you know... I have I have a petition here. Oh, you do? Maybe. I'll, I'll link in the chat. There's yeah. one to get the case reopened and everything. No, that's great. We'll add it on to the uh, show notes. Mm. All right. Well, thank you, Jackie, for that very interesting and very weird case. No worries. I have my segment, which is completely different tone to yours, which is probably a good thing because Nadine's actually falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have nightmares. <laughs> I will say, when um Jackie was reading some of the graphic details of that case, I'd look over at Nadine and just kind of see her hiding her woody a little. Yeah, bit. <laughs> yeah. Like it felt really bad. Like I just wanted to like give you a hug and be like, "It's all right. You're you're okay." Aww. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, my segment is the weirdest weapons used to murder. So I've got a few for you that I've found. I did a fair bit of uh, looking around, trying to find the best ones. So let's get straight into it. So one of the first ones I found, and the weirdest, I thought, um, it's actually from an opinion piece in an old newspaper, the Sarasota 
Herald Tribune. And it's back from Monday, the 25th of January, 1988. Because it's an opinion piece, I don't know if it actually happened. I wasn't able to find anything else to verify it other than the newspaper article. But here we go. So in... 1988, a man with the most English name ever, <laughs> Reginald Hemsley Doddingdale. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that sounds made up. Mr. Doddingdale. Yes. Reginald Hemsley Doddingdale was found with a massive lump on the back of his head. It's believed he was slain by someone wielding a piece of pumpernickel bread. What? Is <laughs> pumpernickel bread? This, this was an episode of um, EastEnders, wasn't it? EastEnders! <laughs> okay, apparently... Bill Mitchell did it, didn't he? <laughs> Would have been. Would have been. Oh, Kat Slater, though. She's a bit of all right. She slept with him, and that's why Phil killed him. You're right. <laughs> You're right, love. Have a go, pop it. Sorry. I'm so shook that Jack's not from the UK. I can't. I can't. I don't know why you thought I was. I don't know why you thought I was. <laughs> you do have like little British. I don't know. Kinda... I sound like that. I don't know. I sound oh, like that. Hundred percent did. Like yeah. I sometimes I actually think she sounds more English than I do. Legitimately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Legitimately. Well, as well, more evidence to that. Jackie usually makes the tea. That's true. Same. Mm, that is true. Cup of tea. I do make. A I think you need to check your heritage. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Yes. So, Reginald Hemsley Doddingdale. Reginald Doddingdale so, from Winchester. He was found with a massive lump on the back of his head, and it's believed he was slain by someone wielding a piece of pumpernickel bread, which was laying near the body. So pumpernickel is, a because I had to look this up, it's a typically heavy, slightly sweet kind of rye bread, but it's quite hard, like dense. Is it like a French stick? No. no. Is it, no it's so it's not, like a loaf? Yeah, it's, it's like, like a dense loaf. Yeah. yeah. Very dense. So it really was assault with a friendly weapon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the yeast funny joke you were told. Oh no! <laughs> stop, because I need to move on to the next one. <laughs> well, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> uh, so, um, one thing it does say is that an investigator from Scotland Yard was quoted as saying, oh, yes. "Wait, hold on, I'll try and do it in the accent." <laughs> yeah, put on an English accent for us. <laughs> <laughs> First case of pumpernickelin I've ever seen. I thought you were going to do the accent. (laughs) I feel like that's the English version of I ain't here to fuck spiders. Um, So, yeah, I thought that was fucked pumpernickel bread, but who knows if it's actually legit. Whereas the other ones I was able to find, like, kind of verified sources and news reports and whatnot. The Tribune is verified. (laughs) An opinion is verified. (laughs) Surely. Well, maybe. It depends. The internet is verified. <laughs> um, the next one, which is really weird, was a dessert spoon. What? 
Yeah, so in November 2003, Richard Clare, a heroin addict from England, killed Timothy McGee outside a block of flats in the Howlands area of Welling Garden City by striking him in the back of the head with a dessert spoon, sorry, after a dispute involving a cell phone. The spoon's impact ruptured an artery and caused fatal bleeding between his skull and his brain. How big was the spoon? It was a dessert spoon, so it was small, but he must have just clocked him right in the in the spot. <laughs> right in the well, sweet yeah, spot. Right in the noggin. <laughs> Get it? Because it's Please dessert. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So good I had to explain it. Carry on. Um, in the trial. <laughs> Sorry, I was laughing at the name. It was so good I had to explain it. <laughs> I'm always so proud. Uh. So in the trial, Richard Clare was cleared of murder and manslaughter after pleading self-defense and given, <laughs> given that the key witness was dead, <laughs> was not guilty. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Key witness obviously was murdered, so yeah. I mean, I'm gonna speculate that he was originally using this beam for something heroin related and not just kind of eating like a fucking Danish or an apple pie How or something. How do you use a spoon in heroin? You mount it on the spoon. Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, I'm no expert. But... <laughs> Don't you just shove it in the needle? And... No, because you got to... You, you got to cook it. You have it on a spoon with a lighter. You heat the bottom up. Um, I'm... Don't listen to yeah. these kids. <laughs> kids, if you want to do heroin. <laughs> yeah, Jordan's nonna taught him. Yeah. <laughs> She said, you think the wooden spoons gives you a thrill? Look at this one. (laughs) Have you never watched Trainspotting? No, Jack's not cultured. (laughs) Wow. Um, So they get the spoon and then they put the things on the spoon. Do you think that's like a on how to do heroin? Probably. You should find it. We'll put it in the the notes. (laughs) I thought they just crushed it up and mixed it with water and then just in it goes. I honestly don't know. I've never done heroin and I don't intend to, so. Never do, I've never done any fucking drugs at all in my life. What the, hell? the only wiki how thing I found was how to look like you're on drugs. And how how does one do um, that? Step one, rub your eyes with your fingers, agitating them slightly to make them appear red. Relax your face and body muscles, letting them droop and feel slack. Move slowly, talk in a low voice. Oh, <laughs> and uh, keep uh, having no. snacks. <laughs> Spend a long time looking at things with a sense of wonder. Oh, now it's oh, now we've gone on to psychedelic. Oh, god, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it in the chat as well, you know. Fuck it, Jeez. that's weird. Yes, the next weird murder weapon is a potato. A potato flew Oh, no. I need contact. So it's not quite what you think. Um, according to BBC News, on Christmas Day in 2015, Michael Horner from Cornwall, England, died of carbon monoxide poisoning after the exhaust pipes in his home were blocked up. Upon investigating, a potato was found stuffed into his chimney pipe. Horner's neighbour, Daniel Burgess, pleaded guilty in court. And he had used a large raw potato to shut off the pipe through which all the exhaust gases should have been vented out of the neighbor's chimney pipe. 
He then glued the doors shut to prevent his neighbour from having a way to escape. Oh my god. <laughs> How fucked up is that? <clears throat> Burgess stated during the trial that he wanted to get revenge on his neighbour because he believed Horner was stealing his prepaid gas cards. And as a result, he'd been unable to heat his home. His plan was to make Mr. Horner suffer in the same way by sabotaging his heating. But a fault in the boiler meant an automatic failsafe system that didn't work and the house filled with gas. So the guy, the guy that just tried to mess with his neighbour by blocking his chimney with a potato is guilty. But the guy who attacked someone <laughs> with the spoon... <laughs> There were no witnesses because he killed him. Well, was there any witnesses for the house? Did someone see him put the potato in the chimney? When he said, I did it, that probably led them on to it something, you know? (laughs) 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 I confess, guys, let's have a look at him. (laughs) You were asleep for that part, Nads. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm getting there. Um, and Nats, you actually brought up suffocation by boobs earlier, um, well, which <laughs> some might consider death by breasts <laughs> to be one of the best <laughs> ways to go. Um, but yeah, I've got two quick cases for you here. Who said breast way to go? <laughs> oh, put wow. them. <laughs> we're we're really racking up these puns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, all right, let's get to the. You guys are really getting on my tits. <laughs> All right. In January 2013, police were called to a trailer park in Everett, Washington, after residents heard fighting from a neighbor. Trailer park girls go when police arrived, they found a 192-pound Donna Lange passed out on top of her 175-pound boyfriend with her chest completely smothering his entire face. According to witnesses, the boyfriend was frantically screaming for Lange to get off, which is what prompted the 911 call, and investigators discovered clumps of her hair in his dead hands. Police say that in addition to Lange and the victim, another man and three women were at the scene, all heavily intoxicated. Witnesses say the couple had been heard arguing earlier that night. So Lange was charged with second-degree murder, which I think is for the breast in this case. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But, yeah, that's pretty much all that. Wow. So second degree murder, is that because it wasn't premeditated? I would I would say so, yeah. So I'm assuming she didn't intentionally want to suffocate him with her tits. Look, each source that I went to had a slightly different story, but most of it was along the la- sorry, along the lines of they'd been arguing and she basically just passed out on top of him. <laughs> um, and he, laugh. you know, shout shouting for her to get off him. Is what prompted all of the neighbors to call nine one one. Yeah, is, um, <laughs> yeah. is is there a photo of the crime scene? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's on Pornhub. The boyfriend isn't even named in any of the articles, which is a bit odd. 
Wow. Another case of this, a UK mother of three nearly smothered her boyfriend with her 40 double L breasts when they were having sex in what? 2010. I'm looking up that size right now. <laughs> Babe, can you send it to the group chat? I'll add it in the chat. Holy fucking shit. My God. Wowzers. Oh, my God. I'm assuming they're very big. So she smothered her boyfriend and she mistook his flailing for excitement. What are those? Let's see. There's some big old titties. Damn, son. So yeah, she smothers her boyfriend. That's insane. With her 40 double L breasts while they were having sex in 2010. She mistook his flailing for excitement until she noticed that he'd stopped moving and appeared to not be breathing. Luckily, the man regained consciousness, but the couple is said to have separated a short time after. Jesus. Imagine that. Though. Hey, look, I love a good motorboat, but what a way to That's go. not a motorboat. That's a fucking super yacht. It's a cruise ship. <laughs> that's the Titanic. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you pay good money for. Comes with the iceberg. Anyone out there with really big boobs, we appreciate you. We're but not, I we're not ripping for your back. I do back. appreciate a good full hand size of, like yours, they're perfect, but... <laughs> Look, I've got mad respect for this one that I've just found. I think they're actually bigger than the 40 double L and they're up here. Like they're pointing to the sky. Oh, wow. Are they, are they natural ones? I don't know. Should I ask her? <laughs> give, give a little Instagram slide. Excuse me. Hey, yeah. I know this is random, but. <laughs> Good honor. If she can carry that weight with her back. I can't even carry what I've got and go for a shit and wipe my ass. So. <laughs> Do you know what I'm doing? <laughs> that fit her boobs and show off her cleavage so perfectly and then still yeah. fit her legs. No, it's pretty impressive. Talking of womanly parts, the next mm. one was actually my favourite. So oh, it was a vagina, shock. wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. You heard it first. <laughs> so no one actually died in this case, but it is just too weird not to talk about. Are these all British? No. Oh. This one is about a Brazilian woman. Oh. Of course she was Brazilian. <laughs> and the trailer park movies was about an American woman. Wow. Yeah. So um, after a Brazilian woman's husband refused to grant her a divorce, she decided to take matters into her own hands and kill him. There, obviously... Wait, I thought you said no one died in this case. Yeah, well, just listen and then you were here, weren't you? Well, now you know who I thought. Tell them my story. <laughs> if the car is a liar or we have to listen, we'll just find out. <laughs> so obviously there's many tried and tested murder weapons and methods that she could have chosen. But out of all of them, she figured the best plan would be to stuff a toxic concoction up her vagina and invite her husband to perform oral sex. <laughs> Look, it's kind of clever. Oh, no. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Are we, is none of us safe? We're not safe. Life's going good until some cunt fucks it up. Oh, no. Jordan. <laughs> Sorry. Now, look, obviously the plan failed because I said no one died. However... When the husband started the act, he became concerned about a weird odour coming from his wife's private area. According to the report, once he figured out the cunning cunnilingus plan, <laughs> he, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that his wife was probably absorbing the majority of the poison that she had intended to kill him oh, with no. and rushed her to a nearby hospital. And given how absorbent vaginas are, this likely saved her life. The husband planned to sue the woman for attempted murder, but I don't actually know what the outcome of the case was because I couldn't find it anywhere. But that's pretty fucked up. Jesus. What the hell? <laughs> it is very, very I funny. have to say, women come up with some of the most ingenious ideas. So you guys are so, so creative. Mm. <laughs> like we get what well, we've got a fucking knife and a gun, cool. You guys got a poison <laughs> vagina. <laughs> well, look, continuing with a the pussy theme, I have one more <laughs> weird weapon. <laughs> intended it was intended to be used during the cold war in the 1960s so this one i came across just because i was obviously looking up like weird weapons and weird murders and stuff this one is called operation acoustic kitty so it's a cat weapon developed by the cia they came up with the plan to stick microphones in cats' ears and radio transmitters in cats' skulls as a way to spy on the Russians. What? <laughs> yeah, legit. What the fuck? So they were working on this for about five years, and for its first official test, CIA operatives drove the acoustic kitty to the park and intended to use it to capture a conversation of two men sitting on a bench. A redacted government memo read, Instead, the cat wandered onto the street where it was promptly squashed by a taxi. <gasps> Aww, Polly. <laughs> Hold your kittens close. Hold on to your pussies, folks. You just Aww. crushed my dreams. <laughs> you think your dreams are crushed? You should see them. I'm so yeah. sad. Even if the taxi incident hadn't squashed the concept, literally. <laughs> Uh, cats, as much as we love them, they're assholes sometimes, and computers at the time were room-sized, so it was a pretty bad fucking combination. Um, by 1967, the project was completely scrapped, along with the remains of poor Acoustic Kitty. Meow, meow, bad. meow. Well, way to finish on a, um, a mood dampener. You dampen can say, um, a fluffy tail. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I actually, I don't know what to say. It was pretty nuts. The whole story mm. is pretty fucked up because the procedure to do that to the cat was intense as well. Um, Like, they had to literally surgically open up this poor little cat and put all of this technology in, which had to be small enough so that people couldn't see it from the outside of the cat. And then to take it on its first, you know, test thing and... Mm. Jeez. Yeah, what I was going to say was that um, they used to use animals for a lot of, well, I mean, they still use animals for a lot of shit, but in war especially, I actually can't remember if it's, I want to say chickens. I want to say it was the chickens that they use. They send them over to see if there was mustard gas. Is it chicken? What? Mustard gas? What? Like they used to send out, you got to edit this out because I sound like a dumb bitch now. I need to do some research. But they used to use chickens. Oh, they used to use some fucking animal in the war. They would send them out. They would check to see if there was mustard gas on the other side. Oh, Obviously, no. if the animal died, then 
There was gas. Don't go there. I, I tried Googling it and all I came up with was recipes. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like mustard gas chicken, so honey and mustard chicken wings. Oh. Yeah. They use. That's okay. Forgive me. Slugs. Mm. Huh? Well, slugs I mean, let, they've used I mean, all sorts of animals though yeah. throughout the years, especially during the Cold War. Well, didn't didn't we lose to a bunch of emus? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that happened. We lost the war to emus. Just imagine having to declare that we lost. Ah, oh, fuck! The emus got us. The the thing that's the saddest thing about that is that we started a war with emus to fucking begin with. Mm. Who does that? I think the emus knew what was going to happen. Oh, they knew they were going to win. They planned. I was. They had like the commander emu, like flank left. They flank left. Like they were fucking on it. Mm. <laughs> all mm. right. Well, that's all my stories for today. Thank you so much for your stories, guys. And I hope I didn't bore you to death. No, yeah. that was funny. That was. They were yeah. all good. Don't forget to like and follow us on our socials on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Are You For Serials Podcast. Uh, we'd really love it if you could rate and review our show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss out on another episode of us talking shit and about shit. We talk about shit a lot. Yeah, I'm we so really sorry. do. Wait, we got to stop that. <laughs> but it's <laughs> funny. Or maybe it's- I don't know why. His story just never gets old. Yeah. yeah. Should, should we shot on a new leaf? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Fuck. If you've got a submission for the show, we'd love to hear it. Send us an email to admin at com. We'd love to hear your shitty stories and read them out on the next episode. It's that time of night where all of our animals are doing zoomies around the house. So, <laughs> yeah, my nonna's probably up there making a ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope she never <laughs> listens to this. I don't know how many times we've referenced. So good. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, We're sorry, it. nonna. Well, I am. I'm not. We love you. <laughs> What's we love you in Italian? Ti amo. Yeah, Is it? Ti amo. Yeah, that one. And the amo. And the amo, nana. I'm sorry to all the Italians I'm <laughs> so offending. Americans, Germans, Italians. <laughs> you better hide your wife, hide your kids. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for tuning in and tune in again next week. Cool. Thanks, guys. Well, next week. Uh, Mm. Bye, bitch. Love you. Bye, bitch. Bye. Bye.